The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. Hello everyone and welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am here perched up on the northeast coast uh, in Newcastle upon Tyne, England. Uh, Today is Thursday, October the 20th. And this show, second one of the day, we're putting double duty, uh, is to preview the NLCS Game 3 between the San Diego Padres and the Philadelphia Phillies. A uh, couple of co-hosts tonight. First off, a man who very much knows where Newcastle upon Tyne is because we had a little geography lesson before we started. Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good, Malcolm. Uh, good to be with you guys. Haven't been on the pod in a while, but good to be back with you and Moonoff. Yeah, we had a nice 30-minute geography lesson, so I definitely know where Newcastle is now. So thank you for that. Yeah, the uh, the old time slots haven't been um, kind to you. Uh, Dylan, because you have to actually go out and do a proper job during the day, not like uh, Moonaf, who can sit about and watch sport all day. Uh, you've got to go and turn the cogs of industry. So the rainouts and things like that, the, the little short turnarounds, have meant we've had to do a lot of games during the preview them during the day, um, which meant that you haven't been around as much. So it's lovely to talk to you, uh, and you have blown the cover. And our second guest, I think it's just joined here just to keep an eye on us, uh, is the machine, Mr. Moonaf Manji. Moonaf, how are you doing? Yeah, I joined just in time. We finished recording the afternoon week seven NFL games and I messaged you just trying to be nice and asking, hey, do you guys need me on the pod? And you said no. So I just jumped on just to, <laughs> yeah, you just did. to piss you off. Yeah, so it worked. Was the reverse push? Megan Dillon were concerned because Megan Dillon are the speediest. And the last pod, Megan Noah invented a metric, which is the... Um, expected minutes per podcast metric. It's an advanced podcast analytic. And Noah's is about 112 minutes per podcast, where me and Dylan can get it down to about seven and a half. You're somewhere in the middle, Moonaf. Um, So you've, um, our XMPP um, has gone up now in your attendance, which is good. Uh, Speaking of Noah, um, he's in the chat already. Noah, uh, good evening. How are you doing? Well, I need to join if he's in the chat. What's going on? Well, because, off the expected minutes per podcast go through the roof uh, if Noah joined. uh, And we get in trouble if we go longer than half an hour. Um, Yeah, Moonaf, you've been busy as snakes, haven't you? The the NBA got you uh, started as well now. So you're, you're firing away on about seven different fronts at the minute. Yeah, it's Sportstober, and I'm always like, my head is, I'm trying to keep my head above water during like this period, especially like when we have like MLB, uh, NFL, and then NBA going on at the same time. Uh, So we, you know, we record the NBA pods early. I know we have a different schedule, especially like you talked about with like all the rain delays and stuff that have been happening, at least on the, on the East coast. So we've been kind of shuffling, but you and Noah have been doing a great job of holding it down. And, you know, we added a brand new podcast this Paul, this Paul, this fall, uh, for the NFL gambling podcast. So, yeah, it's been busy times, but again, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, we've got the World Cup coming up as well, just to add to um, a winter World Cup, just to add to what's already a really busy time 
of the year. Uh, so, Dylan, not chatted for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. I think the last time we talked um, with everyone, we were still kind of taking the piss out of you a little bit about your New York Mets. Uh, that's kind of settled down a little bit now. And how have you enjoyed the the rest of the the playoffs? How things have how things panned out for you, both betting wise and just general entertainment and enjoyment? Have you been uh, getting into it? Uh, I've been trying to, I've dedicated a lot to football, basketball, starting up college basketball starts in about two weeks, NHL, I'm on a heater there. So been diving a little into different sports today. Today is the sport Equinox, like Noah said. So been diving into it, but no, for baseball, once, once the guardians went out, I was kind of bummed, uh, thought they should, they should have never started Savali. So I was kind of bummed out that they lost, uh, Phillies have actually been a very good surprise. So I'm, I've been excited to see them. Uh, and whoever had Phillies first five in game two, I am sorry because <laughs> yeah, to, to to lose that bet is is bad. So, but maybe their bats woke up a little bit. Uh, Padres even the game even the series out going back to uh, Philly now. And yesterday I thought was a very good game. I, I thought it was more competitive than than most ant- people anticipated. So Aaron judge, what a hell of a catch in, in the first inning. Yeah. And to be honest, uh, Justin Verlander hasn't looked like Justin Verlander in his first two starts. I know he, he got around, but second and third with one out in that third inning with the Yankees. And then they get those two strikeouts. They had every opportunity. I don't know why every New York Yankee fan was expecting to lose. Like they should be, they, they had a chance to win the game yesterday. So, I, I don't know. The playoffs have been good betting wise for me, though. Oh man, I have I've been very cold <laughs> the last oh, couple no. of games. Yeah, the Rockford numbers aren't haven't looked good for me. So, treading lightly, uh, heading into the the uh, game three. So, well, if we'll, you can be the meat in the sandwich, uh, me and Moonaf will warm you up uh, if you you've been, been cold. High? Yeah, me and Moonaf will be your hot buns, um, and we'll uh, we'll make sure we we heat you up tonight. I thought we were um, we did okay last night, Moon. I found the we handicapped that Astros Yankees game really quite nicely. Uh, Astros on the run line, um, and the narrative. I think Dylan's talking about the the Yankees fans or everyone just expecting them to get beat. It was a it was a quite a lazy narrative that they'd have to travel. Um, but so what? Do you know what I mean? The the professional athletes that have been just go out and give it your all. I think the the, the expected drop off in. Um, in performance just wasn't really ever going to transpire. I think the difference was Jameson Tywood maybe just wasn't quite good enough. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't much in it at all. I was a bit disappointed not to uh, cash on my over uh, two nights running, actually. Um, the game got to six in relatively timely fashion and then they couldn't get the the seventh or the eighth run uh, over the line there. But we talked about Houston being the best run line team in baseball and sure enough, they cashed that at uh, plus 125, I think that was, uh, last night for myself and Moon. So a little bit of profit there. Um, so game two starts tomorrow, um, which is what, Saturday? Friday. Friday tomorrow uh, is game two. It's a 7.37 Eastern first pitch. Uh, Joe Musgrove will get the ball for the San Diego Padres. For the Phillies, it'll be the lefty Ranger Suarez. I have lines of the Padres. It's quite tight on the books. The Padres are minus 114. The Phillies are a home puppy uh, for Dylan at minus 105. And the total is set at seven and a half. 
Uh, Dylan, we'll let you take the floor. Uh, you must be chomping at the bit because you missed a few nights. So give us what you've got here, uh, Padres at Phillies Game 3. Yeah, so I want to disclose I've been ice cold, so you might as well just fade me at this point because I think I might be fading myself. But, Malcolm, give me the Padres here. Uh, I I made the Padres a minus 125 favorite, so I got them at minus 110. I think it's some good value we're getting with them. I think after the bats breaking out in the fifth inning, like I alluded to in game two, might have given them some confidence that they needed going on to the road now. Now, Joe Musgrove, he's been dominant in the postseason. Seven innings of one-hit baseball against my Mets. Got the win. And then he went six innings, only gave up two runs against a very good Dodger team. They won that game as well. I don't trust Ranger Suarez. He's only pitched three innings against the Braves. And... In those uh, three innings, he walked five batters. He's not the same pitcher at home than he is on the road. It worries me. I know the Phillies bats have been hot. Bryce Harper looks like a whole different person. But I just don't trust him right now. I trust Musgrove and the Padres bullpen a little more than I do the Phillies right now. And look what happened to the Phillies bullpen uh, last time out. I I think the right team is favorite. So I'm going to take the Padres here at the short number, minus 110. So have you uh, forgiven Musgrove and his shiny ears? Mm, a, little, a little. He's still no, got, so, uh, okay. Yeah. And there we nearly didn't bring it up, but uh, yeah, there we go. I know you um, sorry. Uh, any lines and picks, the best place to find it. Um all of this information as it win bet, uh, the perfect time to join is right now. If you bet $100, you'll get a $100 free bet. The win bet, biggest winners club as well. Uh, fun little promotion. Whoever hits the biggest parley uh, gets a $1,000 free bet. Not that you need it. The bloke last week, uh, New York better. It might have been a lady. Um, had a an all-live MLS wager, which is hashtag DayGensoni in itself, of $110, paid $16,743. Um, so he got the free bet. Like I say, not that he needed the $1,000. So, um, get your get your crazy price parlays in, um, and get your win bet biggest winners club, um, winnings there. Loads to choose from sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot com slash win bet, so they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w y n n b e t to claim your free bet. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be twenty one or older and present the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you are someone who knows a gambling problem, call one eight hundred five two two. Four seven double zero. So Moonaf Dylan likes the Padres, trusts Musgrove over Suarez, which does make sense. Uh, could you make a case for anything else, or are you siding with the Friars as well? I mean, can you take a look at the post, or sorry, the regular season numbers uh, for both of these pitchers uh, against the opposition? Right, and I know it's a very small sample, but Joe Musgrove in one game against the Phillies this season, he was uh, he pitched six innings and gave up six earned runs, two home runs to the Philadelphia Phillies in that game. Uh, and I want to see what the final score in that game was because I know he took the L in that game. But um, let's see. That was all the way back on June 23rd where the Phillies won that game 6-2 in San Diego. You know, Suarez, he's been uh, – he's been – He's been good, I think we can say. He had that one good start against the Atlanta Braves uh, in his um, postseason start in that divisional round series. Like Dylan mentioned, it was only a three and a third inning where he did give up five walks, which is a huge concern there as well. Now, the key here is that if he's going to continue to give up these walks, can San Diego stay patient enough at the plate and draw these walks and get on base and score runs that way? Um, I think it's a possibility, right? And it, he did have one star, did Ranger Suarez against the Padres 
earlier this season, seven and one thirds innings, gave up seven hits, but only allowed two earned runs. And again, two walks in that game as well. So I'll be curious to see. I don't know if it's out yet already, but what the prop, the walk prop is going to be for Ranger Suarez. But um, yeah, I think that you take a look at Joe Musgrove's road numbers um, this season, eight and three with a 2.79 ERA. He only allowed 29 earned runs in 93 and two thirds innings pitched. Um, I think the Padres will, will be able to continue that momentum going into back, sorry, into Philadelphia. Uh, I do trust Musgrove here on the road. It's a command issue with, and if it's a lo- it's a location issue with Ranger Suarez that if he's able to locate his pitches and if he's able to ha- have command, he should be able to go at least four to five innings in this game. But I think uh, between these two pitchers, like Dylan said, I think I do trust Joe Musgrove more. I'll take the Padres on the money line here as well in this game, uh, Malcolm. Munaf, real quick, can I interrupt? Yeah. I, I found his walk uh, number. It's very juicy. Over one and a half is minus 205. Under oh, one and a half is plus 145. Yeah, they've probably caught up to that. Yeah. Then. So maybe if that number probably moves to two and a half, it's a possibility yeah. uh, to look at at that point. Yeah, I was I was going to mention that number, Munaf, because the walks issued uh, was one of the markets I found myself drawn to, actually, with regard to Joe Musgrove, which I'll get into in a moment. But my local book has Musgrove listed uh, as over one and a half walks, but doesn't have Suarez listed at all. Uh, so maybe they're running so scared they don't even want to give you that um, minus 145 on there. Um, yeah, yeah, tight game on the books here. Musgrove's two postseason starts have been... Good. He was he was great against the Mets in the in the shiny year game. He gave up um six hits and three walks against the Dodgers. So he kind of got away with it last time mm-hmm. against the Dodgers. On another day, that um heavy hitting Dodgers lineup could have taken him more for more than the runs than they did. And Moon you already mentioned that uh, June twenty three start against the Phillies where he gave up six earned runs on seven hits. Um in his last five starts, um, Musgrove has walked 2-4-2-1 in three batters. So in four of the last five starts, um, he's walked over one and a half. Now, I've got that number at plus, um, plus 110 here, over one and a half. So that was my first pick. I've gone pick crazy here. I've got four picks for this game. Um, so pick number one is Musgrove to uh, walk over one and a half batters, uh, plus 110. Like I say, four of his last five. Um Suarez is a worry for me for the reasons that you've both outlined already. He had that one pro-season start, went three and a third. So he's going to be on a really short leash. And there's no real... um, It's not going to be a real bullpen here. There's not a specialist long reliever to come in. No one's going to come in and sort of piggyback him and throw three innings either. They're just going to go matchups all the way after that. Um, So, yeah, Suarez is a worry. What about this Philly Babbitt moon after? How many times in the last week have we talked about Philly and the little blue pits dropping in. And then last night you saw it again in that inning where they put up four runs. Yeah. Every set, apart from the one Soto couldn't see the ball, um, <laughs> Harper's, um, I can't remember who else it was. Every single one just dropped. It's, it's, it's always the same. Three fielders are converging and the ball dropped slap bang in the middle. Uh, and they did it to, to get them four runs over the line last night. A bit fortunate um, then, I guess we can say for the Phillies in that, at least at game two. But unfortunately for them, it, it resulted in a loss, though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you you can't beat luck. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do about it. So, um, Bryce Harper, as Dylan mentioned, JT Real Muto's been fun. Hoskins had another um, 
a dinger last night. But to me, I have to just think the Padres lineup just runs a little bit deeper. Um, Machado's locked in. Josh Bell's been hitting. Brandon Jury got one. Um, Juan Soto still doesn't look right, although he got that big hit. Although that was more of a, an error, I thought, by Nola last night. And then Haseon Kim is doing bits and bobs, absolutely flying around the bases. Haseon Kim. So it's a close game. I came down on the same side as both of you. Uh, no, I would be dying to play the trumpets at this point. I've got the Padres in my book at minus 114. I also, so that's bet number two. <laughs> so I've got Musgrove Walks. I've got the Padres to win. I have taken over seven and a half. Um, for again, the reasons I outlined, I thought Musgrove kind of got away with it against the Dodgers last time. Six hits um, and three walks. And I'm expecting Suarez to give some runs up here. Uh, so I think we can get over seven and a half. And my final pick um, is a plus two ten shot. And it is Joe Musgrove to record the win. Um, now, I know wins can be a little bit random in baseball. But if you look at Musgrove's game log, he's going to go six or seven innings unless something terrible happens, in which case, screw the win anyway. But we think the Padres are going to win. We think Suarez is going to give some runs up. Musgrove will be in the game uh, through six innings. And if the Padres have the lead and the bullpen's been going really well, so Joe Musgrove to be the uh, the winning pitcher of record at plus 210 is my fourth bet. So there you go. I filled my satchel up uh, with four bets there. Any one of those you want to pick apart, Dylan? Uh, no, I, I like them all, to be honest. I like the over walks for both of them. Um, I, I like you're getting plus price with Joe Musgrove as well. Uh, over, I like it. I set my total at 7.8, but... I've been cold, so who the hell knows with that? But uh, <laughs> I actually, I actually have a player prop as well. Uh, I'm gonna go Ranger Suarez over three and a half strikeouts, minus one thirty-five. A little chalky, but I do like it. Even though he only pitched three innings, and I don't expect him to go long, he was still able to fan five batters in the process last outing against the Braves. He's actually gotten over three and a half strikeouts in fifteen of his eighteen starts. The number's just too low, in my opinion. So minus one thirty-five, Ranger Suarez. Let me, uh, yeah, let me go over that. I, I like that number. Okay, nice. Uh, we're going to get uh, some thoughts from Munaf about his hometown Houston Astros in a moment. I'll tell you first about No House Advantage, uh, offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Uh, pick them contests with upwards of $250,000. Um, take your pick, climb the leaderboard, any sport you like. Use SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com. Um, on the app to get a first deposit match of $25. That is SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app. Uh, Babbel as well. Moonaf has been teaching me lots of new words, but I don't think in any of the languages that Babbel have available yet, unfortunately. Um, but you will be able to learn your language skills uh, using Babbel. And it's got loads of different ways of doing it. That's the thing. If, you, if you're happier... Uh, using podcasts or games or videos, live classes, whatever you like. Um, Babbel will help you do that. Speech recognition technology, 14 different languages to choose from. Um, and you can be up and running, speaking fluidly uh, in as little as three weeks. Get 55% off your subscription. Go to babbel.com slash SGP. Babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel is language for life. Uh, Moon, after we'll jump back to you for a couple of minutes. And Houston... Got it done last night. What's the general feel? You're, you're a man about town in downtown Houston. Uh, what's the general feel? Are you, are you confident that they're going to go 2-0 up and then be able to keep their heads above water when they return to New York this weekend? Yeah, I think Dylan mentioned about that 
Verlander looked shaky at least through the first, I think, three innings where he just couldn't get any clean innings in, right? And I think that was the same problem that he was having against the Seattle Mariners uh, in that game one uh, start as well. But look, he found his groove. I think he struck out, I want to say, six or seven in a row. Um, so he, he settled in, and then the bats you know, took care of the rest for him. I think it was like a 1-1 tie before they went into that bottom of the sixth inning where they got home runs. Um, I think it was it Yuli Gurriel hit one, and then Chase McCormick got one for the Astros, and that was pretty much all they needed. But, yeah, I think they're confident right now, right? And I think, you know, you, Malcolm, you and I talked about it. It was just a, it was a tough travel spot. I mean, I know it's it seems overblown, but – at the end of the day, I think the difference right now for what we saw is that this Yankees team is striking out a lot. And I think that's really been the difference so far that the Astros thing last night only struck out. I forgot what the number was, but it was the largest discrepancy between a team striking out and and, and a team that didn't strike out in MLB history. So, um you know, give credit to Verlander. He, he found his uh, he found his Cy Young form after settling in after a couple innings, uh, and the Astros were able to you know get uh, win the game with the long ball. So they, I think that was a, I think the game was more important for the Astros to win last night versus the Yankees because you know Malcolm, we mentioned it that this might be a throwaway game, but they were hey look they got out to that one nothing lead, um, but uh, fortunately for the Astros and the bats and Verlander, they got the job done. Game two goes off on Thursday night. I think this is going to be more of a higher scoring game uh, between these two teams. Um, Severino's on the mound for the Yankees and uh, Framber Valdez, who ha- he's prone to giving up runs, especially early on. He gives up at least two to three uh, to the opposition. So I think we do see runs being put up. But I think at the end of the day, uh, I think the Astros will again take a 2 nothing lead uh, and then going back to New York for three in a row. Um. Dylan, just uh, have you got any thoughts on the rest of this series? You expecting Houston to get it done? Uh, I honestly, yeah, of course I, I do. It. They're just a better team, and you know, people posed the question over here in New York and New Jersey, and they were like, "We want the Astros. We we want." I don't know why the hell you would want the Astros. That <laughs> that just doesn't make sense, you know. Like as a, I'm not saying I was a former player or anything, but like you kind of want the easiest path to the World Series, you know. You don't really want to verse the, the team that's had your number for the past year. So it was stupid for them to say that. And now they got their wish. I thought yesterday was the day to, to steal a win, especially having the day off tomorrow. I don't know if this is a good spot. Framer Valdez, he's a great pitcher. He's a, a ground ball pitcher. Doesn't really do well for a team that hits home runs. Um, I like everything. And you got to think Altuve is going to find it. He hasn't had a hit. And, and you know, and that's that's yeah. the scary part. This, this lineup, the the bottom of the lineup is killing them. Now imagine when the top of the lineup starts hitting; it, it, it's going to be scary. So uh, when when they're having the parade, Moon off, me and Malcolm, we're going to come. So. <laughs> come yeah, on, Moon off. Moon off said he would pay for everyone to grow. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't be playing the trumpets because he's no. just chirped up that he's actually uh, he's taking the Phillies oh. on the money line. So it's a. Uh, it's not a team ride. We've got three, uh, wow. three of the horsemen are on the Padres, and Noah is doing his own thing with the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, and I think, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's it. Nice little twenty-five minute bite-sized episode. Just one game to handicap. Say the uh, myself and Noah stuck out a, 
a show earlier on for the Yankees and the Houston game. So, um, Dylan, anything else you want to tell us before we crack on with the rest of our lives? No, it should be a fun day of sports. You got college football, you got basketball, hockey, baseball. It's probably the best time in uh, sports right now. You, you know, uh, I think sometimes the best advice is you can't really bet and win on everything. So you kind of have to hone in on what you really know and be, be very wise with your unit size, trust me. <laughs> be, be a bit more selective. Moon, if I give you that absolute bum bet on Chelsea last night when we were recording live, uh, over what team total I gave you in a game that finished nil-nil, uh, have you got anything for Thursday night football for me? Um, I uh, I do like the player props here tonight that we talked about on the propcast. Um Rondell Moore, I think we took over on his receptions and his yardage. Take your pick on that. Uh, uh, I was waiting to see a tight end uh, pop up for the Saints, and um, uh, I think it's Juwan Johnson that's going to yeah, start. Yeah, I think so. I like the over on his 26.5. Every single tight end has gone over their yardage against the Arizona Cardinals uh, defense uh, so far this season, so you probably want to get on that here tonight as well. But as far as the side, um, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on I, – I think this is a good spot for the Cardinals since they do get oh, um, DeAndre Hopkins back. Um, I think it's a must win for them as well. So um, I think the Cardinals can get it done here tonight at home. Tough travel spot from New Orleans to Arizona going to the West Coast. And usually road teams are don't historically don't do well uh, going or traveling on Thursday night with a short week. So I'm leaning towards the Cardinals, but I don't love it. I don't trust. I don't trust Cleef Kinsbury. I was just yeah, going to ask you. Yeah. How- They've lost eight straight at home, Munaf. How can you put your yeah. money behind? And that's why, like, I'm all over the props. I, if I, yeah. if you're gun to my head, I'm Cardinals, but uh, yeah. I'm actually betting uh, more player props in the sides here tonight. I have two props that I took. I took Alvin Kamara over four and a half receptions, and I took him anytime touchdown. You like that? I'd like the touchdown when I think he's due. I know he had a big week last week as yardage-wise, but I think yeah. this is an opportunity for him to find the end zone. Hopefully we see more points being scored here tonight than we've seen over the past couple of Thursday night games. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I just thought it was a better game. I think we've had we've had two prime ministers uh, in a new king since the last time there was a touchdown scored on a Thursday <laughs> night. Uh, so a few, a, few, uh, a few points would be good. Um, well, thank you, Dylan. It's been nice to talk to you after a little while. I enjoyed our geography lesson earlier on. Uh, thank you, Moonaf, for joining in just to uh, just to get on my nerves. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, Dylan, I'll send you that photograph of me eating a cream cake in the bath oh, that you asked no. for earlier on as well. No. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining in. Um, good luck with all your bets, um, whatever you're getting involved in, like Dylan said. Be sensible with your unit size, sports, equinox, etc. Um, we'll be back in some form over the weekend to uh, get amongst all the MLB playoff action. Uh, Good luck with everything. And until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers. 